We are headed into the month of August, which means you have five months until the end of the year to figure out how you're going to reduce your taxes with your CPA or tax professional. The truth of the matter is, is that people who are watching this video have no clue how they're going to reduce their overall taxes because they've never done tax planning before in the past. If this is your first time listening to a tax professional talk to you about tax strategies, or if this is your first time approaching tax strategies before the end of the year, then I encourage you to listen carefully. You have the control between now and the end of the year with your tax professional or CPA to implement the strategies you need to implement to reduce your tax bill prior to April 15th. But if you do not implement those tax strategies before December 31st this year of 2022, you will be left to pay taxes to Uncle Sam in excess of what you want to pay. If you're someone that wants to be strategic about your taxes this year, proactive in your approach, then I encourage you to listen to this video. We're gonna discuss the five tax strategies that you can leverage with your CPA or tax professional before year end. All right, guys, in this video, I'm gonna go over five different tax strategies we leverage in our office, Carla Dennison Associates, that helps our clients save money year over year. And these are the five same strategies that you can go to your CPA or tax professional to educate them on so you can implement these strategies into your tax return. But the truth of the matter is, is it's up to you, the taxpayer, in order to make sure that these strategies get implemented prior to December 31st so you can actually get the tax savings that you seek. December 31st is the important date to remember because that's when year end closes. That's when the ball drops in New York and that's when all decisions have to have already been made. So if you're thinking about how much time that you have between now and you filing your tax returns, I encourage you to think about how much time you have now until the end of the year instead. Now, the first thing that we're gonna talk about is switching your LLC to an S corporation. If you're somebody that's watching this video right now and you're already here in August, you've already made over $50,000 in your business after all expenses, you need to switch your LLC to an S corporation to save money on your taxes. When you switch over from an LLC to an S corporation, you're letting the government know that you are gonna become a shareholder instead of a member. You're now a corporation instead of just a company. And when you do this, you become an employee of your own business, which means the money that you decide to take out of your business will become a tax deduction to the corporation. This is gonna greatly help reduce your self-employment tax. This is gonna limit the amount of 15.3% that you're paying into on your business's income. And if you're somebody that has watched my videos before in the past, this is one of the biggest topics that I teach on is when to make the transition from the LLC to the S corporation. But once you've made the transition to the S corp by filling out form 2553 with the IRS, you're going to need to process payroll. So I'm encouraging you to get with your CPA towards the end of the year, right around October and November to figure out what is your reasonable payroll going to be? What is your reasonable compensation going to be to yourself from your own S corporation? By determining your reasonable compensation, you will know exactly how much your business gets to receive in a tax deduction by placing you underneath payroll. This will help you save money on your taxes and will be one of the biggest reasons in why you avoid paying too much tax this year if you're an LLC owner. All right, guys, let's jump into strategy number two. Code section 179 plus bonus depreciation. If you're watching this right now and you're thinking about how you can reduce your tax bill, maybe it can come from you buying another vehicle inside of your business. Many business owners need vehicles to operate their businesses. And many business owners are aware that code section 179 in combination with bonus depreciation will allow for a business owner to write off 100% of their business's vehicle in the first year. But this tax deduction is not taken by just leveraging code section 179. 
Code section 179 is just going to give you an $18,100 deduction for the year. You have to leverage this tax code in combination with bonus depreciation. So this is a two-part tax strategy. Once you purchase the vehicle, you can 179 it to claim the 18,100. But if you want to write off 100% of the purchase price of that vehicle, whether you've claimed OPM or not, whether you've taken out a loan or not, you're going to need to go ahead and make sure you're using bonus depreciation on the tax return which means a conversation needs to be had with your CPA or your tax professional prior to December 31st to one, make sure that the vehicle does have a gross vehicle weight of over 6,000 pounds, two, that it qualifies for the 179 deduction and that it's not on some other excluded list, and three, to make sure you understand your calculation for bonus depreciation. How much are you going to be able to actually offset if you write off 100% of the vehicle or only a percentage of the vehicle? Keep in mind, in order for you to write off a business vehicle on your tax returns, the business vehicle needs to be used inside of your business 50% of the time or more, not 49%, not 48%, not 40%. So if you're trying to take this write off on your tax returns, two things need to happen. One, you need to purchase the vehicle prior to December 31st. And two, you need to make sure that the vehicle is being used inside of your business for more than 50%. All right, guys, let's jump into strategy number three. This strategy is one that I love doing right towards the end of the year, especially for my clients who have switched over to S-Corps. If you're an S-Corporation owner, one of the requirements is that you have to have meetings with yourself or with another team member underneath your business every single year, and you have to record your meeting minutes. If you're somebody that has thought, how can I use this as a tax benefit to myself, here is how you can use meeting with yourself as a tax benefit. Your corporation can rent out your primary residence for 14 days or less without you having to pay taxes on the income that your corporation is paying to you, which means your corporation can record a tax deduction for using your home for business purpose. Even if you're using your home to have meetings, a sales meeting, a marketing meeting, an event meeting that you would like to have, you can rent out your home to your corporation for 14 days, record a tax deduction, and not have to claim any of the rental income on your personal taxes. This strategy is called the Augusta loophole. And this is a very big tax strategy for S corporation owners because a lot of S corporation owners don't take home office. They prefer to take the Augusta rule strategy since they are wage earners. If you're watching this right now and you're thinking, hey, I can use my primary residence and rent it out to my corporation for 14 days and have some meetings and discuss some things with myself, then you're on the right steps to saving money on taxes. I encourage you to pull up code section 280A with your tax professional, go over this code section and implement the Augusta rule strategy prior to December 31st so you can reduce your overall tax bill. This is easily one of the easiest tax strategies to leverage and one that is greatly overlooked by most tax professionals. I'm encouraging you to implement code section 280A into your tax returns prior to December 31st. All right, guys, let's jump into strategy number four. Strategy number four that you can leverage prior to the end of the year is implementing a management company on top of your operational company. Most business owners are operating inside of one entity, but when they get on the phone with a tax professional, they find out that some of the managerial roles that they have as a business owner can be allocated into a different business, which means every time that your operational company pays money to your management company, you record an additional tax deduction. 
Not to mention, if you have employees or family members who you've ever wanted to become employees who now can operate on the managerial side of your business, you can create additional tax deductions for these employees, for these family members inside of the management company, completely separate from your operational company. Part of the reason why I like this is because many business owners who have their operational company want to keep the books and records clean in the event that they want to sell their company. If you want to know how a company is really performing, you need to know who are the real key players in that company. And maybe your children are not real key players for your company's growth and sustainability. So having a separate management company where you're paying your children out of or having a separate management company where you have your spouse and other employees that might be family members will not only help you receive an additional tax deduction, but allow for you to keep your operational company's books clean and overall will help you in the long run when it comes to your tax strategy. All right, guys, this leads me directly into strategy number five and what you're probably already thinking. If you have this separate management company, why not place your children on payroll? If you're thinking about it right now, your children can be placed on payroll prior to December 31st if you're watching this video, which means you have the time to establish legitimate work and provide documentation to show how you're placing your children on payroll in order to write them off. As of 2022, the standard deduction is $12,950, which means you can pay your children who are 18 years of age or younger up to the standard deduction amount, $12,950, without your children needing to file a tax return. This is a big benefit to taxpayers who are filing their tax returns who are owing every single year. If you're owing every single year, why not leverage your family and hire them as employees under this management company, or if you'd like to have it under your operational company, you can, and add an additional tax deduction to your tax returns. Children need to have legitimate work, but you can pay them up to the standard deduction every single year without them needing to file a tax return. Just be careful if you place them underneath payroll inside of an S-Corp or a C-Corp, you will have to pay the payroll taxes. This is when we look to establish management companies as either LLCs, sole proprietorships, or general partnerships. If you have any questions around how to establish your LLC management company, feel free to visit the links below to schedule a complimentary consultation with my team. I am the type of tax strategist that makes sure that I cover my basis. And if you care about covering your basis, it's gonna come down to how well you can document everything. If you're currently behind on your documentation, that means that you're gonna have a hard time implementing these strategies that I discussed into your tax returns prior to the end of the year. If you need help getting your documentation in order, and if you need help having these strategies explained to you better, I would love for you to schedule a complimentary consultation with my team. We are looking to help everyday business owners leverage the tax codes to avoid taxable income on their tax returns year over year. And if you're watching this video and you're like, Carlton, I'm gonna get those five strategies implemented, then I commend you. Welcome to Taxes Made Simple, and I look forward to seeing you guys on the next video.